Hello. Hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I'm with my co-host Sudhakar. So folks, once someone gets into a leadership position, their working style is going to change and there will be a lot of things that someone has to learn. It's not just about managing their direct reports but also about managing their leadership so there is a myth among many leaders saying that it is okay just to manage downwards but do you think managing upwards is also very important so let us get to know about those insights around managing upwards and downwards from sonesh so sonesh welcome to our show thank you so much navin Sonesh Bhardwaj is originally born and brought up in Haryana and Delhi. Of course, she is currently settled in Bangalore now. She is an extremely enthusiastic individual who believes in the uplifting human life and creating a life by design in all the sections of society. Being an engineer, she had a well-settled job. However, her passion towards creating real leaders and finding the best potential has led her a unique combination among youth corporate leaders business owners women at national and international level sonesh has mentored coached and impacted the lives of people through her various mentor engagements she has been a national level player and won various sports awards during her journey sonesh is global motivational speaker certified sales and leadership master trainer life and business coach youth mentor and women catalyst she has her hobbies varying from writing to painting dancing traveling and of course one thing that is more adventurous aero sports sonesh welcome to our show thank you so much sudhakar for a lovely introduction so sonesh talking a bit about leadership how do you define leadership in general because generally there is this notion right the bigger the title the bigger the leader right i think leadership is a very wide term to find under this leadership as a portfolio according to me during my journey with my experiences all i can hear is leadership has never been about titles it is all about leading your people so somebody who can lead people in real meaning guide people direct people support them in the right journey to achieve and work towards a common goal actually defines the title called leadership excellent so in your experience when you interact with uh, leaders across the walks of life what are the key observations that you identify or notice from your experience in these engagements Right I think my journey and my experience throughout my this entire engagement portfolio was right from a very diverse background where I was training somebody who has been recently promoted to as a manager role or a new leadership role and then taking the journey ahead with a lot of experienced people here and then moving the ladder up so all I have understood is all the three or four various layers 
which we technically call it the hierarchy level in a corporate sector has a very different portfolio when it comes to leadership the style is entirely different the way how they take individuals is very very different so according to me each and every single layer has a beauty of defining leadership as a term and every individual have a different perception towards it but yes the irony here again goes with the same title i want to reiterate the same thing as in the first question we just mentioned that most of the people take this term with titles right so when you go and bound yourself with titles i think you don't give your 100% because you are bound under restriction limitation and according to me leadership is a role where you have to go give your 100% and give the potential outcome as 100% that's wonderful tonish so what will be one key trait or probably an attribute that you think a leader should possess according to me i think a leader must have first integrity in place if integrity is not there i think remaining all things are just as a second priority list first should be your integrity second is your value based approach system because if these two things are aligned and in our proper synergy that's how you take forward your entire journey of leadership so integrity and also about leading people so these are certain things which many of us are asked to focus on so i want to ask a different right. question here what is something leader right. should not be doing i think this is like say very relevant question you have asked i think we only focus on what a leader should do but this is something a very contrasting question and very the way you have asked is very well structured okay so would love to answer it here what a leader should not do i think first of all a leader should not be a biased personality now when i say a biased personality because it is highly important especially when we work into a very very dynamic environment you are going to interact with a lot of new different talents right you will be having people from all the different walks of life people come with different experiences first you have to understand as a leader respect the differences without hitting them hard onto their personal front because a leader is defined with somebody a person or a personality who is not at all biased towards any community any sort of experience and any kind of thing which actually puts you onto a, that level of biasing right first thing you should be completely non biased disconnect yourself from this term at all first thing secondly what you should not do is i think lot of leaders i have seen they must follow delegation in place they don't do so because they believe anything and everything which i do is going to be perfect and probably my team members will not be able to give me the same outcome so that's where a serious trust issue comes into picture and i think that's where you completely break that rapport with your own team members So first and the foremost thing I was talking to you about integrity. Integrity cannot happen until unless you don't have values in place. And trust comes one of the first priority under that list. And how you build trust? Just by making sure that you give people the right delegation in terms of their strengths, not highlighting their weaknesses only. There is something a term which we talk about. If you want to say something some weakness to somebody, take them into one corner and talk to them personally, right? But yes, when you want to see somebody as a strengthful leader and you want to bring that strength openly, you have to applaud them. You have to give that feeling of gratitude towards them, you know, you know. That's the right way how you compliment people. And that's where you build your value base and integrity based system as a leader. So, second key point is like make sure that yes, you are absolutely on that note that where you take your entire team members so whosoever is there in your list they can really rely on you as a value based system approach system it should not be like okay you are a human being talking 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 and third thing yes you should have a clear communication because a lot of time we have understood that when we move into layers we hardly pay attention towards that why communication is needed i think today it has become the key ingredient role anywhere wherever we move 
if we have a clarity in our thoughts i think we can communicate better and more you communicate more clear vision will come out onto the table and that's how you make your team more attentive more direction oriented and it helps the organization to achieve their goal so third key they i think the characteristics which i feel is yes you should communicate very clearly you should not hide up anything even things are going wrong be open about it right you should have that feeling okay fine i can take this that's called a leader otherwise i think we have titles called managers also <laughs> who basically manages everything right that's the reason there's a strong differentiation factor between when we talk about a manager or when we talk about a leader some real good insights there some of the attributes that i could make note of integrity trust respect the diversity unbiasedness delegation communication clarity in thoughts vision thank you so much there uh, sonesh i'm sure our audience are going to love all these attributes and they're definitely going to work on this now sonesh as an employee we always change organizations right gone are those days where you join a company and retire from there nothing wrong in it but many are employees you know prefer to get that diversified experience if you are working in a larger organization you get the opportunity within the organization itself to play diversified roles otherwise we move to different organizations which organizations and all so how do you think leaders can establish and enhance their credibility in this new place it can be within the bigger organization a different team maybe or when you change companies for that matter right so i think a real leader never ever hesitate in taking a bigger responsibility this is the key specialty of a leader because why we call them as a leader because they are always high on taking new responsibilities now here the question comes is are you willing to take or you want to play around as a choice you know that's a very there is a very very fine line between these two terms when i use now a lot of people play safe they want to play very defensive now whenever they see okay fine i don't want to take up a bigger project might be there's a huge risk involved now there are a lot of background factors which they always calculate on and they want to play safe so they go into a different mindset but according to me i always feel a real leader has to put himself or herself into that role give up his or her best shot and that's how you will understand your key strengths never hesitate in taking opportunities maximum what will happen you will fail and it's absolutely okay to fail because until unless you don't fail you don't understand and what are the plus and minuses of the project it's a simple rule of life so why we are fearing ourselves why we are thinking so much about taking bigger responsibilities think like this way what if this project gets successful by your leadership not look for a bigger opportunities look for a wide vision look for a wider clarity here think for a while that if you are able to put your 100% and your team is also able to give that 100% to the same project i would won't say that 100% you all will be successful but at least chances of 70 to 80% is still there rather than not giving up a try and standing on zero i think 80% is always best so i think we should think in that angle so it's all about perception game lot of leaders i'll tell you they are not highly intelligent they are not at all extremely talented i think what they feel always is they are not extremely talented they are not extremely intelligent but their willingness to do something on a bigger platform is always live and that's how they go with their gut feeling they jump into that opportunity and they grab that opportunity with full welcoming hand and that decides so some leaders you will find wow this guy looks very simple pretty simple not even having extraordinary characteristics or probably talents like me and i am somebody who could have done much better but what is the difference difference is you never opted for that option and this guy 
guy was slightly up hand on taking up and grabbing that opportunity and that's how he he was able to roll out the whole things into a new dimension so according to me that defines your leadership quality so changing organization i think always a good idea i won't say that there is something wrong into it because today we all look out for a bigger growth we all look out that how we all can grow financially as well as emotionally and personally as an individual because i feel today it's not only should be into one way called finance it is equally important to have a emotional balance at workplace also the reason is today more than finance i think we suffer emotionally we suffer mentally we move lot of into a stressful zone where we don't realize that how we are taking care of ourselves so mentally when you are sick your body might be very healthy because you go and hit your gym you know <laughs> you want to keep yourself healthy but mentally if you are sick that has a very adverse effect on your performance productivity and as well as on your leadership style excellent so the leader joined a new organization now or in the current organization for that matter he or she has a team under the leader a peer group right and someone above this individual even if you are a ceo you are answerable to the board of directors so everyone has a peer group downwards upwards right so how the managing upwards is different from peer group to downwards and why is it important to manage to start with so i think when you pick up leadership role as i mentioned it's all about responsibilities it's not that fancy term that we move on okay today i am a team leader so i feel like lot of people get into this notion of just enjoying title but i think our theme today which you have brilliantly started right from the very first question is it's not about titles It's all about you take that bigger responsibility and that's how you enjoy a bigger piece of cake. So when you have opted for leadership as a style mentally you should be very ready that anything can be thrown at you. First of all don't hesitate in taking. Now tomorrow it so happened when I was working with a lot of startups you know during my journey I have a very clear cut rule that I only want to work with business owners and there was a specific reason behind it. The reason was so particular about it that when you work with that kind of business owners you will understand what they are looking out from a business point of view and things become very easy for you to go and tell your staff people hey execute this 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 way because now you already have the direction from the boss what he is looking out so basically as a leader you act like the balance bridge you take instruction wherever there is a tweaking required with your boss you do that on uh, across the table and you understand their dynamic you match it up and that's how you go and tell your team to execute it because other way around also it has to be very very balanced now i'll tell you the second example here sometime team has certain issues because they are not so open with the bosses or they feel you being as a senior leader you have to go and tell bosses you know whatever the problems they do have so as a leader even you should have a listening ear to towards your team also you cannot go with this approach no 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 boss has given me instruction follow it either my way or catch your highway simple <laughs> so that cannot be the approach because today you have to understand we have bigger options we have lot of variation teams are moving into bigger business ventures and you have to be highly productive in terms of your performance performance is required anywhere you move does not matter whether you work with a small company or the top mncs everywhere there's a performance so to just crack on the right notes i think moving upward and downward equally important you cannot have a clash with bosses you cannot have clash with your team members and then you messing out with the whole project that's not the right way of moving into leadership so i think you should know where to have a listening ear and where you have to go and be vocal about your ideas you nailed it and such a vibrant and energetic conversation so far so let us spice it up further and accelerate the conversation with a few rapid fire questions are you ready sonesh 
Yes, yes, sure, Navid. Yeah, here comes the first one. What have you dreamt of during your childhood in terms of profession or becoming? from my childhood as my dad was into intelligence bureau so he's a retired officer from intelligence bureau i always wanted to be an army doctor to be very honest and that's how i wanted to get into but then engineering i found it's quite challenging and i think everybody during my time engineering was a very hype up you know profession people were entering and yes i have opted engineering in that flair and i thought okay let me become an aeronautical engineer somehow i couldn't get it out what the college i was looking out i said okay when electronics is not that bad and electronics was booming that time i said okay let me jump into it and see to it <laughs> so my dream was yes always wanted to be a doctor because from my family yes either people are into government job or or central government job so expectation was very different it was like ies or ips somehow i never resonated with both of them <laughs> so, i always wanted to do something try my level best academically was no doubt great and sports was something which given me very tough conditioning at my mindset and that's how i was able to move on then i said it's not every time all about ies or ips there are better things also which we can try out that's how i moved on perfect very candid response and now leadership coaching is something many people want to get into and you have already been uh, successful in that so what is the most favorite part in your current profession so my current profession uh, navin what i like the most this gives me a leveraging edge on living my passion so today if you ask me i am living my life which is called a dream life because i am a big fan of work life balance i am not a fan of that you work for 18 hours a day and you screw up your personal life and you have no clue what is happening with you that's not called living a life for me like it's okay we all have our own commitments but i think somewhere we have to strike that balance over a period of time because i myself have been into a job where i was working into sales and marketing for 18 hours because 10 years was a very good corporate culture i have been to but then i realized this is going to be for how many years <laughs> this doesn't give me that satisfaction only pay finances is not the only one area which i want to develop in my life i think i do have to take care of myself I want to have my own time, my family time, and at least loved ones also want to have some sort of time, social time, which we call it. So everything was at a mess. Only finance was there in place. So I decided to change this entire shift, and that's how I got into this entire business of mentoring, coaching. Today, I think I do have that advantage of living my dream life. That is point number one. Secondly, I always get fascinated when I interact with people from a different mindset, and it's so enjoying journey because when you interact with leaders with a different mindset, different conflicts, different situations, and I put my head into and see to it what best we can bring onto table as a team by doing a lot of brainstorming. So I think every day there. is something new learning for me as a coach also because i am not close to learning learning for me is a never ending process till we die so i think we have to keep our learning antenna always on does not matter where you go how you deal always be open to learning amazing so here comes one interesting question you can have dinner party with four people in the world who is on your invite okay. list Okay uh, no doubt i am very close to my family so definitely my father and mother i love to but apart from that i can give you four more names i mean the personality wise so one is oprah winfrey she is a very very inspirational leader for me and i look up to this personality as a very grounded humble and that's how i feel like she should be on my list okay second one sudha murthy she is again a symbol of very simplified life and very brilliantly leading her uh, the way how she channelizes i think i fall in love with her the way how she presents the entire idea third yes the leading lady priyanka chopra and fourth one yes my personal favorite sharukh khan awesome i was thinking like before you could answer about sharukh khan i was expecting another women leader because i have a lot of 
people from whom I got inspired. I learned a lot. So the list was slightly long, and it was difficult for me who whom I just put under the four list. But I think yes, I was able to figure out the list. Okay, perfect. Yeah, one last one for the rapid fire. What is the best compliment that you have ever received so far? I think as a trainer mentor coach the biggest feeling for me was after wrapping up my training a couple of people called me and saying that we still miss your energy you know we miss your lovely smile and more than that the bold voice which you have given us the way we we still remember the statements which you used to during your session so i think that was the best thing though a lot of great compliments but still i think for a trainer mentor and coach this is a great feeling of connection between your teams when you do some sort of impact learning and people remember you for certain reasons which are actually creating the right impact in their life so i'm so happy that i am able to create sort of impact in people's life let it be through a different diversified tools but yes everything is impact and i have a compliment actually your energy is really contagious seriously <laughs> thank you thank you so much over to you sudhakar yeah so nesh it has been a phenomenal discussion so far so now that uh, navin has nailed the rapid fire part one last question for this session and uh, hopefully we will have many more such sessions on different topics in sure. future as well what is your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers what i feel is first of all whenever you feel quitting see i'll tell you when we take this journey we always keep backfiring consciously and unconsciously in our mind i want to quit i want to quit this has happened multiple times to me when i started my entrepreneur journey okay and during that whole time every second third day i used to get this notion of okay i want to quit certain things are not working and why certain things were not working because i wanted to work them the way i am looking out at my frequency level because i'm slightly a kind of perfectionist person who always look out and hunt out for perfection but then i think my real experiences made me to understand omit this word whenever you think of quitting understand why you have started if you can go back to that why very strongly whenever this question is coming so i think you can suppress this feeling of i want to quit i want to quit because now again you have reignited that fire in you that why you have started if you want to quit then why you have started right there has to be a reason for it and i think that momentum is very very necessary keep going you on into your entire journey and again there will be a third note here which i want to mention and highlight for aspiring people usually when we figure out our why again what will happen okay till how long because we all are smart and we end up by asking this question consciously and unconsciously till how long so let me tell you till you don't give your best punch and for me the best punch would be when you achieve your goal that is called your best punch your best punch is not that i'm st- counting my step one step i have done one month i have worked two see if you have a burning fire inside you nobody can stop and don't look out for okay fine somebody has to come and give me a magical want to do me some ma- magic and mantra no it's a journey and you have to travel this journey into a very very smooth and peaceful manner so first of all quitting will definitely come into your mind so don't hesitate but when this question comes please reiterate on why you have started and when this why is clear think about the third portion which is highly important is i have to give my best punch and remember one thing your best punch is when you achieve or accomplish your goal that's it excellent so terrific and i like that aspect of you know quitting is easy but the point is if you have that uh, profound question answered on why you started yes that actually brings you a different perspective right. and also if you quit this what next you will start one more thing and again quit right that is so yes. easy yes because quitting is the most easiest thing people who don't do anything who just criticize people the difference between them is is this only because they never tried and 
even if you want to try they always have this condition attached to it you will fail this is a first statement okay if i fail I, this is how i take okay if i fail let me fail at least let me try and fail that is much better rather than not trying at all absolutely Sonish, thank you so much for joining us today. It was indeed great pleasure to talk to you about managing upwards, peer group, downwards, and of course, leadership at large. And really like your passion and your energy that you bring to the conversation and the topic. So we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Sudhakar and Navi. And it was indeed my pleasure to be here. And thank you so much for your invitation. Looking forward for more such lovely interactive session. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So we would like to invite you again and again for this session. Sure, Navi. Thanks again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Dear listeners, to know more about our speaker and the content, refer to the show notes and visit our followers on social media. We are available on LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Pinterest, and also on YouTube. Just search for The Guiding Voice and then follow, like, subscribe to us, and also share within your network. In addition, please feel free to email us at The Guiding Voice for You. That is T H E G U I D I N G V O I C E, four as a digit, U as a letter, at gmail.com. Or WhatsApp us on India number. Nine four nine four five eight seven one eight seven. That is India number nine four nine four five eight seven one eight seven. And we will be happy to collaborate with you. Hey Sudhakar, can you talk about the exciting opportunity of featuring our audience on this show? Sure, Navi. So, guys, off late, we have been receiving a lot of career guidance-related questions from our regular listeners through YouTube, LinkedIn comments, WhatsApp, and email. and we are responding to them on one on one basis now we are pleased to open up a new mode of interacting with you all while providing a chance to broadcast yourself if you have any questions related to education career guidance or a specific it function just send your voice message through speakpipe.com/theguidingvoice we will play your question in your own voice along with the answer either from us or our expert panel in our future episodes hope you will utilize this wonderful opportunity all right so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode and folks today's trivia is about personal computers do you know how were the personal computers popular in 1950s You may be wondering, they are called as PCs, but there is one more name to it. Let me reveal it. PCs went by the name Electronic Brains in the 1950s because they were able to process and calculate themselves, mimicking the natural brain. That's why they were called as Electronic Brains. Interesting, isn't it? Thank you for listening. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye bye. And we are signing off. Bye.